0: You're listening to the 212 Roundtable Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Google Podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe. You can also find the Brew Club at 212.beer. That's the number two, the word 12.beer. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching 212Brew Club. Now, on to the show. Welcome to another episode of 212 Roundtable. I am Tony Gullick. I'm Brandon Winninger. You need me to finish to say as always. As always. (laughs) I'm Brandon Winninger. Alright. I haven't changed my name. Not yet. Um, Welcome back everybody. Uh, In this episode, we're getting into a style of beer that I really like. And I think I say that every episode, but... It's that time of year. Well,
1: it's because we usually talk about beers
0: that we really <laughs> like. That's true. We haven't done an episode about beers I don't like, which I don't know if there's a beer that I don't like. No, I mean... Oh, it... we could do a Brute IPA episode. I don't like those.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. is, like, I wouldn't say i hate it.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I've only had one that I liked. The rest of them, I don't like. It's like if I wanted to do a
1: milkshake IPA. That would have been I, I hate.
0: Hey, why don't we do a milkshake Brute IPA episode? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just clean. we have to drink them. Well, think about like the those are like two of the opposite on the opposite spectrums. A milkshake beer, which is loaded with lactose and other fruits, and the fucking smoothie, a carbonated smoothie with what? alcohol in it, and then the brewed IPA is just super dry.
2: Yeah.
0: So I don't know, but we are going to talk about Oktoberfest beers, which. Um, <clears throat> Everybody, I'm sure at this point, you guys have all had an Oktoberfest now, right? This is where everyone, you can nod your head and say, yes.
1: Ziggy-zaggy, ziggy-zaggy. Oi, oi, (laughs) oi.
0: Have you ever been to Germany for Oktoberfest? No, but I,
1: so when we went for our honeymoon, this, it was kind of neat because we ended up, we literally got to Germany, uh, we got to Munich on 420 and just because it was, we got in, (laughs) we got to the hotel, it was like one o'clock. And my wife was like, well, we should find something to do. So I literally got on the internet. I was Googling stuff, couldn't find anything. And I was like, "Ah, oh, nothing's going on. So let me look at Google Maps. I said, a cool place to go would be, let's, let's see how far uh, the park is where they do Oktoberfest, like mm-hmm. German Fest. So I Googled it. And um, go- Google Maps had this thing on there where they, if there's an event happening, and it said Froiling mm. And I clicked on that and I was like, what is this? And Becca, she knows a little German. And I told her, she goes, sounds like Spring Fest. And I was like, <laughs> so I Googled Spring Fest and it was literally their, their Mayfest, their Mayfest oh, cool. or whatever. And it goes like two and a half weeks starting on So it's, the spring, it's the spring version of Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, just like in here we do like well, We do Mayfest. In, yeah, this in here, place Chicago my, at least. Mayfest, Myfest. But it, it was so we walked over to the grounds and all the big tents were set up.
0: That's awesome.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I remember you telling me about all this. And we sat in a table with underage kids. This kid was like 16. <laughs> and we were drinking liters of beer and talking to him. Oh man. And he was like screaming about how Trump is amazing and like What? Yeah, he was wow. weird.
0: Um, that doesn't sound like a. Con- Sorry, I'm also eating a pretzel. This kid like was con- like
1: 16 years old, and it was hilarious. And I was like, "All right, you know what? Good he's, for you, kid."
0: He's got. Trump- Don't you
1: have school in the end? <laughs> it was like nope, three o'clock. drink drinking beer. Yeah, so we hung out there. Like, there's awesome video, of, like us just chilling and stuff like that. It was, it was, it was fun. My God, you're.
0: Washer sounds like a helicopter. Yeah, driver. I thought
1: that was going to be done by now.
0: <laughs> That's all right. Well, for those, uh, let's get a little background on Oktoberfest. Um, and I did research for this episode, so I'm really proud of myself. Oktoberfest began as a wedding celebration more than 200 years ago when Bavaria's Crown Prince Ludwig married Princess Therese of Saxony hildburghausen on October 12, 1810. I'm, I probably butchered the last name. Uh, the wedding was celebrated with multiple days of drinking, feasting, and horse races. And the reason why it's Oktoberfest, it's, it, it, Oktoberfest ends on the first Sunday of October. So it goes for two weeks. So it starts the second half of September and ends um, in October. And I'm sure many major, uh, I'm sure all major cities now in the United States um, have some type of Oktoberfest, some type of celebration, which normally is a bunch of beer, mainly German, uh, pretzels and sausage. Um, which, you know, that's it's all right you up my You can't go head. wrong with yeah, that. I can't go wrong with it um, at all. Now, most of the, not most, but the traditional um, Oktoberfest beers are lagers that are brewed and consumed in celebration uh, of the Oktoberfest, and technically um, they must be brewed within the city limits of Munich and be brewed with accordance of the Reichstabot. Am I saying that right? Yeah, oh, close I enough. I think I got the phlegm right. The German purity law that states beer can only be brewed with water, malted barley, hops, and yeast. And there are only six breweries in Germany that can call their beers Oktoberfest. And I'm not going to go through all of them except for Hacker Shore, Lowenbrau, uh, and Spaten. Hoffbrow. Uh, Hoffbrow as well. Yeah, uh, they can do it. Um, only uh, certain brewers uh, like Sam Adams stylize their fall seasonals as Oktoberfest with a C and not with a K. And the two styles that are associated with Oktoberfest are Mars and lagers, and fest beers. And we're lucky enough, uh, being in Chicago, that we have access to numerous Oktoberfest uh, Mars and lagers and fest beers um, available to us. You went out, got some. I got some. Let's get down to drinking. it. Drink no, it. <laughs> yeah, because we poured this, and I'm really uh, excited. Why don't you tell the people? Yeah, what so we're, we're starting
1: off with the Spaten Oktoberfest. Um, this beer is one of my favorites, and I think I first really got introduced to this beer after I take a sip. I'm already two sips in.
0: Oh man, that's so... Um,
1: yeah, in, you know, growing up in Lincoln Square was a German neighborhood, and there's a bar down at the end of my parents' block that was Hootenbar. Bar. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that, that bar, like, they always had, like, Spaten, and, like, it's Hofbrau, Julius Ector, like, all these really German beers anger and stuff like that but spotting oktoberfest that was one of the first ones that i had and i'm like this is different and this is good
0: and i can still say that today yeah it's so good um and and this is the the marzen style of uh Correct. the oktoberfest and just to give you guys a rundown of what the marzen means in case you don't know <laughs> uh the marzen lager which is now more common than fest beers. Uh, have become what most drinkers associate with Oktoberfest styles. They are generally darker in color and predominantly toasty, multi lagers. Spot in Oktoberfest that is important, or sorry, important to the U.S. falls into the styles why many breweries mold their fall seasonal after. And by the way, all this information, um, I'm not, this I'm, is I'm plagiarizing if I don't say it. Uh, I got it from an article at gotbeard.com. I was looking for something that summarized it nicely while I was on break today at work. Mm. That's my research for the day. I mean, it's which a good summary. It's great, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, this is exactly what uh, is the description, which is toasty, malty, lager. It's a little, um am trying to think of the way I want to describe the, the hoppiness. Because it isn't a green bottle, um, so it, it's not skunky. No. But it's got a little... It's
1: reminiscent of like that like Heineken thing that I get.
0: A little light struck, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like if this was and and also, you know, that, that that Ooh, excuse me. Um that taste is coming from it being light struck and then I think science um happens. Yeah, you know <laughs> I'm gonna that. Out. Yeah, I don't really listen to behind that one like out. the green
1: And I've heard you know, I've heard like, oh the the green bottles are better, the clear bottles are better, like and in the end it's like I, I don't know, I think if you put a bottle in front of light you're gonna have problems.
0: Yeah, yes. Uh especially greener or clear you don't want your bottles in front of light everybody but i've had this before i prefer now and we do have a fest beer that we're going to drink um I, me personally I, I prefer the marzen october fest beers for the mm-hmm. most part um i do like the fact that they are sweet um Toasty, and roasty, like it should be like a darker beer almost. I mean, obviously, this is a darker, but it's a lager, so it's easy to drink, which is also dangerous because these are normally... what? What's the alcohol on this? Is it show? This one's 5.9. Yeah, so most of the Oktoberfest and Fest beers that I've had have been around mid-fives to almost 7% ABV. So it's an easy drinker. It's also... Easy to turn you into a sleazy stinker. Do you like that one? No. No. Okay. Mm.
1: Carry oh. on. Sorry. <laughs> ah. Yeah, and I mean, Spot makes other beers that I do enjoy, but yeah, this October Octoberfest is pretty solid. So give it a good thumbs up.
0: Yeah, didn't we come up with a rating scale? No. Yeah, we did. We said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we did. Two twelve one to two twelve ten. Oh yeah. And I said we'd change it by then, and we didn't. We forgot it. <laughs> if I had to rate this right now, as far as uh, other than the little skunkiness to it, I'd say this is like a solid... I'm, I'm trying to imagine this on tap, and I can, and I can imagine being super tasty, but going off the bottle here, I'm going to go with a seven, and that's only because I think it's a little light struck, and it's a little skunky. Yeah, I would... And that's only be, the, the, a byproduct of... of of sun hitting in the bottle. Of nature. It's a byproduct of nature. But uh, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, it would be cool to to revisit this if we could get it not in a green bottle and not light struck.
1: Let's go to Germany. Let's go to Munich.
0: Pause the tape. We're going to Germany.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: second time I think we've time traveled. I think episode zero we did it. Um, but that would not...
1: I, it literally, in my head, I was thinking, I was like, man, like, maybe next year we just plan a trip to Munich around Oktoberfest. Perfect. I got some points. Let's just
0: go. Let's do it. Who wants to come with us? All <laughs> right. get a party. Should we move on to uh, another one? We'll
1: do another one.
0: I think you should grab um, the Hofbrau. Right? Yeah. Oh nice. Because that is a Fest beer. Hmm. I guess I'm going to sit through this one and edit. I'm not talking a whole... (laughs) Oh yeah. It's rich golden color. I'll I'll break down what a fest beer is. Uh, Again, according to gotbeer.com's article. It says, if you're lucky enough to experience the Oktoberfest in Munich, you uh, likely will not find the Mars and Lagers that you are used to. It says costuming... American soil. Whoops. Maybe doesn't edit part. much. Uh, consuming on American soil. Instead, your leader mug will be filled with a lighter, breadier lager beer with a medium bitterness and a pilsner-like finish. This is what is known as the fest beer. It's typically much lighter than the Mars and lagers and drinks much easier than its ABV. drinks much long fuck drinks much easier. Than it's ABV suggests. The typical range is between 58 and 6%, as we are just saying. There are several American breweries that are starting to brew this traditional consumed lager, including the Sierra Nevada Brewery with their Oktoberfest. Starting the fall of 2015, the California-based brewery is going to be collaborating... Well, this is an old article. They have not collaborated. They've been collaborating with German brewery every year, and I plan on buying um, this year's version. I forget who they teamed up with. But, uh, so this is... Which one we we drinking here? The Hofbrau Oktoberfest beer. Nice. That was a cool accent, too. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to get into this in right now. Ooh, it smells good. It smells like a lager. Yeah. The last one smelled skunky. Oh, yeah. It's clean. Yeah, it's super clean. Then um, with the description in here saying uh, breadier version of a lager, uh, what they wrote here, I can get that. Yep. And it finishes like a pilsner. Crisp, clean uh, slightly uh, bitter, but that is refreshing. And I think does it say the ABV on that one? I feel like that one's six, six point three. Hmm. That does not drink like a six point three. No beer, also dangerous. Yeah, super dangerous. That's why anytime you and I end up in Lincoln Square or <laughs> find up with Mike in Lincoln Square, and I'm drinking all the German beers.
1: Well, I think like I get wrecked. Like that's how it was. Like when I was in Munich. But here's the weirder thing: is like. When I was in Munich and we we went to, well, we went to, you know, the fest. We drank multiple liters there. Walked away, like, feeling moderately fine. Like, I feel like if I would do that here, I would be wasted. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Maybe it's lower altitude down there or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, but, like... Good idea. Or if it has something to do with preservatives in beer or something. But, like, when they send it. But, I don't know, man. I... Never felt better drinking beer than I did when I was in Munich. Like, I felt like I could drink all day Nice and get a buzz. I want to go. But just not get that nasty hangover. Because the next morning I wake up, I'm like, let's go, let's do it, you know. That
0: reminds me of the first time I, not first time, but this is way off topic. There's so a couple times I got together with a family member and we drank copious amounts of Jack Daniels okay straight up yeah straight up jack daniels i was not really mixing it with anything i don't remember and i thought for sure i was gonna wake up with the worst hangover and both times i did that woke up bright and early a little groggy but no hangover whatsoever that is okay. just yeah it kind of blew my mind so jack daniels was not giving me hangovers but that's not what we're talking about we're not talking about that yeah. sweet kentucky <laughs> juice they have down there. <laughs> Tennessee. I've got my own stories of Jack Daniels. I hate Jack Daniels. Sweet Tennessee juice. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Going back to our uh, beer here. The our Oktoberfest October. beer. Which, by the way, I was... Why don't we... All the parties and things that um, we do with friends and family, why hasn't anyone decided to hold an Oktoberfest yet at their house? We can make sausage. We can... Brew a Marzen or a Fest beer. Something to celebrate an Oktoberfest, but, you know, yeah. at home. Something to consider next year. No, that's what I wanted to do. You should have. And then we had a kid, so now mm. it's like... Tell him to yeah. hang out. Oh, fun. Yeah. Put him in a... Sausage costume. <laughs> yeah, a sausage costume. <laughs> lederhosen, maybe. He would look great in Lederhosen, I bet.
1: No, what we need to do is, since now you're making sausage, I've made it, and we got to have, like, a sausage party.
0: A sausage party? For- sausage party yeah two dudes and their sausages um rating this one i'm going with i'm saying eight i'm gonna say eight as well yeah, yeah. look at that that's really good i really like it yep. um i'm happy that i have some more at my house yay i plan on drinking this entire month of september awesome and equally <laughs> as happy about the next beer yep. No, you just finished that one, and well, I finished mine. I, finish them I on. did. Um, and then the next beer is one, the brewery itself, I think it's one of my favorite beers, and I believe I've talked about it a few times on here, or at least once, that Hacker Shore was really, I believe, the first craft beer I ever had. Um, it was a different beer for me to have. It's not craft beer. Uh, in, a sense. in a sense, correct. But as far as, like, Talking going out going out of the major style. How's that? Going out not major style, but major beers. We'll, we'll put it that way. Trying going outside the Miller um, uh, Budweiser realm when I'm in my 20s, this is where I went. I went to Hacker Shore. But this one is the Hacker Shore Oktoberfest. And when I was at Costco recently, I saw a big case of it. And I wanted I bought to buy a big it. case. No, of it. and I didn't. I didn't. Um. I really really wanted to. It's been a little while since I've had this one. There's also um Hackershore Dark. If anybody can find that, send it my way. It is not available in Chicago. I swear
1: like like is Hackershore traditionally like is that with like with a lemon or something like that? Yeah, people put yeah. a lemon in there. Like the whatever the standard Hackershore mm-hmm. is,
0: yeah. Yeah. And it's a great beer. It's it's one of Oh, we were talking about that with Gus. That's what I was oh, yeah. talking about Hacker last. Yeah. Um but yeah, the, um, so their style is That's the Marzen. Yep. You can tell it is crystal clear. I can see the head of the beer uh, through it. I can see the little bubbles floating on the head. Um, it's a nice golden caramel color. Um, it looks like fall. It looks like fall in a glass, man. Fall in a glass. I'm going
1: straight in for my first sip. Yeah, and so the big difference between this one and, like, the spot in Oktoberfest, well, even, like, the Hofbrau. So this is in, this is the darkest Brown glass out of all of the three so far
0: yeah and, and then the, the spotten was about.
1: in the uh, green glass and the half was a an Oktoberfest beer so be interesting to see how this same style
0: i took a sip of it this is the marzen style again that is super smooth super easy and what i imagine the spotten was going to be without that skunkiness yep <clears throat> agreed um, it's actually a little less, it's definitely less bitter than the fest beer from Hofbrau. Um, this is a little smoother. A little bit, um, yeah. More like a, well, again, that was a fest beer, and this is a, a Marzen. This has like more of a caramely um, taste to it. Uh, I, I really like this one. This, this, this holds up to what I remember having this uh, many moons ago.
1: Reminds you of your childhood. <laughs> this does remind me of my childhood. Man, I sound like I'm wasted
0: no. This does remind me of my childhoods.
1: But no, this is... I mean, out of the three, I think this is kind of ranking... This might be my favorite so This far. is my
0: favorite so far, yeah. for sure. And I know you have... I know there's like three more, and we're, we said we're not going to go through all no. of them. But I do want to go through at least a couple of them. To try and figure yeah. out... Because they're all the craft, the craft brewery ones. Um, I'm excited. Not
1: all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, three, the, the other three are. Are. The yeah. are. The rest of them are.
0: The rest of them are all craft beer. Um, and I like to, I'd like to do a comparison since we've tried these. to where those stand. Because really, you and I have only had a beer and a half, my friend.
1: Well, and I even know that like one of them is not even like, a Marzen. It's a lager. It just straight up says lager. Ooh. So.
0: I don't know which one he's talking about, but we'll find out. It'll be interesting out. to
1: see yeah. which one is just a lager.
0: And since we are in this time of year, we're going to discuss beers to be brewing for October, which is next month. Brandon and I have already begun, well, we, before this episode, we've already begun uh, talking about what, what we want to brew for Halloween. Cause that's what we normally do. We normally brew a beer for Halloween. We, last year, we did our cereal beers right before we started doing the podcast. We actually featured on Basic Brewing uh, Radio, fine podcast. They had our two beers on there. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes, thank you. Thank you, James. Um, We had our Count Stout on there and the Frankenweiss Frankenberry, uh, Franken Shake, the Frankenweiss beer. That was made with the Frankenberry cereal, and the Count Stout was made with Count Chocula and a bunch of dark chocolate. So we will talk about that as well. As we progress. Yeah. As I progress. Yeah, I'm, I'm very burpy on these beers. Is that a thing from yeah, Oktoberfest? Like is Does that happening? Sorry. Cool. Well, even like, it's funny because I feel I'm like... I'm going to try and edit out as many of those as possible, but I feel like it... That was uh, fake. But, I,
1: I ran it like when I was in Germany, dude, like all those people just burped and whatever and it was like, oh, that's all good. I'm like, okay. Just comes else?
0: with it. Well, go grab yourself a sausage and maybe fill up uh, another mug of beer. So we're going to take a... Sausage. sausage. Dead Didka, Sausage. We're going to take a break. <laughs> and I sourced some uh, shit. Oh, public domain or copyright free Oktoberfest music for you to drink or listen to. Fuck. For you to listen to while you drink during the break. Pretzel time. Yeah, I'm editing that out for sure. And our next beer after the break comes from here in Chicago. Revolutions Oktoberfest with a K. Ballsy move, bros. Ballsy move. Takes a lot to know a lot. Do they know a lot? On the can, this is what Brandon pointed out, it says German style lager. That's it. Has got any uh, description of it on there?
1: Um, Damn it, revolution. But German-style lager, so... I mean, with lager, you always think, like, you know, a lighter beer, clearer beer. But... The, like, Mars and stuff, those are traditionally lagers as well, so... But we poured it, and it is... This
0: is, like, an amber color. That's, like, rich, golden-orange color. Kind of looks like maple syrup. Did they dye this? I don't know. Um, I will tell you this though. It could be the, <laughs> you just made the same face Ooh. I did. Going in and smelling it, it smells like farts. Nope. Not sulfur. Like it doesn't smell great. And I, I love this beer. It's a really good beer. <clears throat> it might be the glass that we're drinking it out of. We have not rinsed it once from all the other beers. No. But I'm going in for my sip. It's not bad. That's solid. It's pretty good. It's a little more bitter than I yes. want for the style. And I feel like you know that comes from good old American Brewing. You know what I mean, man? Yeah. We love our hops. We love bitterness. We like to take every style and just force our bitterness right up inside it. Whoa.
1: Yeah, but... Not bad. Easy drinking. Yeah, it's I good. Think.
0: What's the ABV on this? 5.8? 5.
1: 5.
0: Yeah, yeah. 5.8. No, 5.7. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Revolution Oktoberfest is one of my favorite local Oktoberfest beers. And I think I'm not going to be around for their Oktoberfest this year. Because I think it is around my anniversary. We have it on Milwaukee Avenue, right by the brew pub. Yep. But... I digress. Um, It's good. It's putting it up when I don't have the other beers readily available, and I don't have them to compare them to. um, This and Sam Adams Oktoberfest are my go-to Oktoberfest-style beers. Uh, And I think Brandon also mentioned this is a Marzen, uh, not a Fest beer. Um, The it's the only it's the only beer that we have here today that's actually in a can, which is cool. if I'm gonna rank this against the other beers that we have tried so far, this beer is on the lower spectrum. I'm, I'm because of the bitterness that's in it. I give it a four. Well, I was gonna give it a five. <laughs> I gave it a four. Yeah, it, and it does. And, and it's not a bad beer. Like I said, it is my go-to Oktoberfest with Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Those two are my my favorite.
1: No, in my mind, I'm rating it against the other beers. Correct. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. If, if I'm yeah going into other beers, this is this is this is low on the totem pole so far. It's not a bad beer, but when we're when we started off with you know three beers that are true to the style and in Germany, you know it's it's hard to to, to compare. Yeah. So Germany wins on this one. See you later, America. <laughs> You're gonna chug that I'm like ah bleh. no. No, the more I, you know, I took another sip of it. Maybe because my palate's used to um, bitter beers, I enjoy the bitter beers. How many times I was gonna say bitter yeah. beer in a row? Um, it it bitter, does bitter, taste bitter, less bitter, bitter. bitter. My my taste buds have uh, acclimated to that. Um, but it definitely has the sweetness. It definitely has that like toffee. It's not very toasty like we got from the other two Mars and Styles from Germany. But this one's good. No. Unfortunately, it does not stack up to the originators. No, so sorry, Revolution. I love you guys. No, and,
1: I, and like I would almost believe that they know that too. Like,
0: sure. I mean, it's a good, it's a good version, good style, I guess. But it's not um, does not match.
1: Yeah. So, like when we were talking about like brewing beers for October, like you know, one of the things was like, should we try an Oktoberfest beer? You know, and then it's like you have, to, you, you have to look at a bunch of recipes from, you know, or what you can gather from people like posting of like Spotten or Hofbrau or Hackershore, like, or just their own creations, even like Revolution. Like, we have to look at those recipes and say, All right, like, what's the traditional malt that goes in there? You know, it's malt, barley, yeast, and water, or whatever.
0: Hops, too. Yeah,
1: hops. Yeah.
0: Don't forget about hops. Yeah. Man. So, malt, like, barley. Normally it's the same. Yeah,
1: whatever. So, yeah, well, that's what I meant. But anyway, so being it's a like jerk. It's like so, like whatever. Looking at you know, if we want to go Rhein Heissgeburt, mm, um, I like your version of it. Um, we'd have to look at you know all of that and then all it... of
0: that. Oh, and then some Canadians there too. Oh.
1: What's what are you talking about? about? <laughs> um, but kind of like pulling all of that in and making a decision of like what we want to brew. So
0: yeah, I, I tend to go and look at articles that show recipes (laughs) Uh, i I tend to look at um web pages that are from authors that i respect as far as homebrewing goes and i also look at beersmith to see what other people are doing and kind of pull together what i think would be a good mix of all these uh, recipes mainly what are the most common ingredients Especially the malts. It's not necessarily the hops I'm worried about. Yeah. Um, it is the malt. Because I, I want that. It's a malty beer. You know what I mean? There's a sweetness to the totally. Octoberfest beer. So I want to nail that um, perfectly. Oh man, there's ghosts moving things upstairs. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I think doing a Oktoberfest style beer is in our future, I think, a good idea. And maybe that's what we'll plan on doing uh, pretty soon. And once we do that... We'll go ahead and record some of uh, that. Maybe not the actual brew day, like we did. Uh, Brandon cider. It wouldn't be as interesting if we just recorded the four-hour process of a brew day. No, that's enough fun. And I sure as shit am not going to edit a four-hour episode. No, but we can recap after yes. the brew. After the brew. What are with these? You're a lot of accents coming on you right now. I don't know. The pretzels, damn it! I blame the pretzels. I'm a worldly man. It just happens. Speaking of... Pretzels? Um... No. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of beers that we're brewing, Brandon and I uh, came up with the idea, and when I say Brandon and I, it's because I was a part of the text chain, to the, uh, <laughs> the text chain between the two of us. Since last year we did the Monster Cereals, this year we were thinking maybe, other than now considering uh, the Oktoberfest, we were going to focus on beers inspired by Halloween candy because why not do a nice big stout that uh, remini- that's reminiscent of uh, your favorite yeah. Halloween candy. And he threw out a couple of good ideas. What were the what were the ideas he threw out? So was like Snickers, Snickers. Okay, Almond that's Joy, fun. Almond Joy. I like. And I
1: got the Almond Joy. Well, when I said Almond Joy, then I thought of proprietors, yeah. like from back then, you know. It's like, oh, that would be a good one. Um,
0: I like, hey, man, I like the coconut in it.
1: No, so do I. It was awesome. I love, if you do the coconut right, it's
0: awesome. Yeah. I agree 100%. If you try and use extract, you get suntan lotion. Not good. Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, you threw in there as well. So chocolate and peanut butter is something we have tried before. We did it as a porter. So if we did something like a bigger beer that uh, focused on peanut butter and chocolate you know that'd be fun
1: what was the there was something else that we talked about what's the thing with the lactose
0: uh no, I thought we were still. I thought it was still about these It probably was and then eating uh, lactose. and We've got lactose. You made yeah. We got plenty of lactose. You made the joke about Swedish fish, and I said just throw it in the mash. Oh yeah, that would not work. No. It would. Uh, there's probably so many preservatives or other bullshit in there. No, ironically, there's so much shit that would be in there that would kill the. <laughs> the, the from ironically, the- I was
1: asking my wife, and I was like, "Oh, we were talking about doing this." She goes, "What about Swedish fish?" And I was like, "Swedish fish?" While well, I was thinking, I was like, "Yeah, that could end up terrible." Yeah. Um, I feel like it'd be like a cherry beer. Well, I, which is fine. Well, yeah, which isn't bad. Sweet, but like, but then, then I also thought beer. was like, how often? You, like, I don't remember really getting Swedish fish a lot when I was. I remember sort of there treating. being like Canada's... Twizzlers.
0: Twizzlers are good. I remember there being. I thought Nerds too. Nerds is tart. Yes. Um, Mike's got uh, the sour nailed down and the brew. Yeah, nobody cares about Mike anymore. Yeah, fuck Mike. I actually tried to get him onto the show tonight. Um, There was a possibility he was going to come by. It was Slim. I thought I had him. I thought I had him. But uh, we'll we'll get him on. We'll get you on, Mike, you son of a jerk. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I was trying to think of other candies that would be good, and uh, I know there's been, I think, almost positive, there have been some type of candy corn beers. Or they use candy corn, or... Look, I, I know you're eating a pretzel, and you, you've got an idea, and you've got No, an Becca said that, and I was like, oh my god, no! <laughs> and I hate candy corn, but is there a way, maybe, that we make a beer... I mean, that's just, like, straight-up sugar. Yeah. That's just straight-up sugar. So, what if we try and do a batch of something, but we use candy corn to boost the alcohol?
1: Well, and that's the thing, too. Well, Oof. we
0: could. I'm going to do some research but into But how it. much... Of yeah.
1: that sugar would burn off. Well, we'll and burn then, off,
0: but like it'll stay in. Like, well,
1: get not burn off, but, but like turn
0: into alcohol. That's what
1: I mean. And what's the residual flavor will be left?
0: With? I don't know. Maybe we do a one gallon batch test batch. Maybe we, I'd be down with that. Maybe we end up with a really cool, interesting beer, or we end up with something that sucks. Maybe, maybe that's
1: what we got to do: is a couple of one gallon test batches of stuff. I'm, I'm, Make a base
0: beer, sure. It depends. Yeah, uh, we'll figure out what kind of style we want to do, and then we'll go from there.
1: Well, and then well, it, it's hard to say make a base beer because we'd have to do we'd have to have like a bunch of shit set up for yeah. We have to figure out what for we're do. the boil. <laughs> yeah, we got to figure out what we're going to do. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, that's something to talk about. And then you know, once um, once we have that figured out, we'll start brewing that. And in October. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to bring out the most, some people would say the most hated style, or it used to be the most hated style, until these New England IPAs came out and ah. all these other beer styles came no out.
1: No IPAs.
0: But, the old pumpkin ale. Ah. Pumpkin beer. That'll be coming soon, and I'm sure as shit we are going to talk about pumpkin beers, because you know what? I'm a person... And I like <laughs> that's it. I should end the sentence there. I'm a person, period. I'm a person who actually enjoys pumpkin beers, and it really depends on how well that beer is seasoned. And I've had people tell me, you know, a good pumpkin beer, you should, you know, taste pumpkin. Why the f- fuck would you want to taste pumpkin in a beer? A pumpkin beer to me is like pumpkin spice. It's the spices that you put in pumpkin pie. It is not, mmm, tastes like fleshy, unflavorful gourd. Mmm. Why would you want any beer that tastes like that? And and maybe I'm wrong because I haven't had one like that. But if anybody can direct me uh, to a beer that uses real pumpkin, no pumpkin spice, because you want it to taste like pumpkin... And that's that and that's what these people have told me that it's a pumpkin beer where you use actual pumpkin in it, no pumpkin spice whatsoever, but it's a pumpkin beer just like that. With no, and I think like
1: those it. folks have never just eaten straight pumpkin.
0: It is not tasty at all. Do you know when you carve into a jack-lantern and you get that smell? Imagine that as the taste of your beer. In your mouth. Gross. For the
1: entire meal.
0: Not fun. So, pumpkin beers will definitely be a topic of discussion. We've got a whole lot of stuff we got to cram in as we're getting into the end of the year. Man, so many things are happening. Crammy, crammy. October. I don't, I don't even know how many weeks we have in October. Do we have three weeks in October or two weeks for the episodes? Um, might have to start slipping in some... 31 days. Yeah, so... Okay. We might have to start slipping in some episodes here and there. I've got some ideas. Well, okay then. All right. I got some pretzels. Let's move. <laughs> Really enjoying these pretzels. Dots Pretzels. You can check them out at dotspretzels.com. That's D-O-T-S-P-R-E-T-Z-E-L-S dot com. Dots Pretzels. I'm totally going to email me like,
1: hey, sponsorship.
0: By the way, we totally name-dropped you on our podcast. I will
1: eat these on every episode if I have to. I will talk about, about them every episode. They're really
0: good. I Really happy. Do you listen to the Ron Burgundy podcast? I do. When it's like,
1: Charmin paper, yeah.
0: <laughs> like every
1: episode.
0: <laughs> Look, I don't know what I'm talking about. <coughs> Hi, Ron Burgundy here. Dots Home Style Pretzels, Pride of Dakota, North Dakota Originals. Mmm. That's only a pound of pretzels. I could kill that right now. Yep. Alright, you cracked open another Brusky, One that I don't know if I've ever had.
1: I know I've never had. I don't think I have. Mm. Well, this fancy new bottle is telling me I haven't, but it is the Goose Island Hello. Oktoberfest.
0: One of our other hopeful future sponsors, Goose Island, we talk about you almost every episode.
1: So, it is a German-style Marzen, which is different from the uh, the Revolution, which is a Dur- German-style lager. So, yeah,
0: uh, Revolution called their Oktoberfest a German-style lager. Goose Island is calling it a... German-style Marzen. Mm, excellent. I will say, the color is almost similar.
1: Yep. Yeah, and it clocks in, apparently, at 5.7%.
0: So these are all hitting what uh, that article said. Yes, saying. Yes, they're in that mark. Yeah. Ooh, that smells good. That smells bready. Yep. Ooh. That I like.
1: I will say I already like this over the revolution.
0: Yeah, I was not expecting that. No. Uh, what did we give revolution? I gave it a five. You gave it? a I four. gave it a four. Wow. This, this is up there with the Germans. I gotta go in for another sip. I mean, yeah. it's way more bready. I would have a party. Yeah, it's it's not um, bitter in the sense that it is offensive to the palate
1: i'm just gonna assume that eric had no hand in this yeah
0: you barrel aged (laughs) bastard dude um yeah it's it's really good it's it's nice and sweet um but it's way drinkable actually there's a little lingering bitterness in the back that i like but yeah it's it's not up front bad it's yeah you know it's like a good balance. Bitterness. Wow, try to say that ten times fast.
1: Well, it's, it's a bitterness that you would expect in a beer. Like a traditional... Well, I don't say traditional, but like beers that we normally drink. Sure. You expect some kind of like back lingering bitterness. And this has it.
0: And... So this one, compared to the others though, is not a refreshing beer as much as it is a... It's kind of a filling beer. And I don't, and then I don't I'm not knocking it. No. I'm saying the other beers were although this is the fifth beer that we're trying, um, but going through those beers, like some of them were more refreshing than the others, this one is like there's a little more it's a little heartier, you know? Yeah. And I like that. Well, I like there's
1: more body to there you the go, actual body. beer. body.
0: Ah, actual beer terms. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like if I was I them. sitting around <laughs> fire on a cool evening, a cool fall evening, got the hoodie on, my pants oh, off. Well, no, my pants would still be on. <laughs> I'd be wearing shorts, actually. Um, there's a cool breeze. And I went to the cooler. And I reached for a beer. I would want to grab this. This is awesome. This is really good. I'm gonna put this. Um, I don't remember. Well, I know where I put everything else. Uh, I'm putting this at a um, seven and a half. Ooh. Seven and a half, eight. It's up there with the Hacker Shore. And again, it's only based on what we're doing tonight. Um It's my taste preference. Everyone can disagree with me. Most people will, but <laughs> I really like it. I, I'm I'm seven. I'm almost. You know what? Let's do a solid seven on that. I'm doing a solid seven oh, on that one. Not seven and a half. Not eight. Solid seven. I'm thinking
1: about a six.
0: Six is good. Six and a half. Sure. I think a solid seven. seven. Yeah. Solid seven. I'm. I'm shooting, shooting really high because I really like this right now. It kind of surprised yeah. me. Yeah. So the element of surprise is kind of boosting up my rating. Seven, I feel is fair.
1: No, I, I I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh, you're fair in your opinion. Yeah. I'm thinking about six. Just I'm trying because I'm trying to remember the other ones, yeah. but I'm having a hard time not going higher than six. You know, like I should be like oh seven, seven, like seven and a half. But seven is. I'm gonna, my... I'm gonna settle with six.
0: Yeah, seven is my opinion creeping in there and taking over. Oh. I like. <laughs> we both just at the same time, yeah. yeah. I and, and honestly, all of these, every single one of these beers, I would drink all the Not all the time, but I would drink <laughs> them all over again. I could have every single one of these beers, again, ranking them against each other. So far, Hacker Shore seems to be the best.
1: Yeah. No, and it excites me that these are Oktoberfest beers because I look forward to like when they start coming in and
0: Yeah, I do too. I'm I'm sad because it means summer's ending. Yeah. And here in Chicago, as you guys know, it is the end of happiness. It Summer ends in like July. End of light, the end of <clears throat> my wife's happiness who is dreading fall. All the
2: flowers die.
0: <laughs> um but yeah, I, I do love this time of year when it comes to beer, <clears throat> and of course around this is the time I, for all the as the year has gone on. And on this podcast, I had mentioned how many times I was trying to not drink beer during the week. That didn't happen, yep. um, and I've started doing it again. So I'm not I'm not drinking beer during the week.
1: Hallelujah!
0: Except for this episode, obviously. So how are you feeling about doing the very last one? I will drink more of it than you, if you'd like. Oh, we can do it. Then pause this motherfucker. And we're back. <laughs> so the last beer um, of... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so somber because yeah. we, we pause. Um, the very last beer that we're going to drink is a staple in my home around this time of year. And it is probably the first real Oktoberfest beer I've ever tried. And not, probably when I for say, a lot of people. Not when I say real, but like a beer that's labeled itself Oktoberfest. I'm sure most people have tried it. It is Sam Adams Oktoberfest. And as I said earlier... It is Oktoberfest with a C because they are, they're not um, German. in, in Germany. <laughs> yeah, they're not doing it in Germany. So they're respectful and not using the K. They're using a C for it. Um, does it say, what's the ABV on this one? 5.3. Does it say anything? Does it just, just say Oktoberfest? Yeah, it says Oktoberfest, rich and balanced, traditional Marzen. Oh, so it's traditional margin. Margin. It's a Marzen. Um, and looking at it. It's a lot darker than the other ones. Yeah, it's a lot darker. A lot darker than the last two. Um, it looks like a more natural amber orangish, as the last two almost look, as you said, for revolutions. It looked dyed, uh, <laughs> which I doubt they did. They used uh, malts for that to get the coloring. But this is more reminiscent of the Spaten Oktoberfest and the Hacker Shore uh, Oktoberfest. It smells like beer. Yeah, it smells like it <laughs> do, actually it does smell like a Marzen. So I'm going to go in for my sip here. That is different than all the other ones.
1: Yeah, I'm My not Palatine. getting a lot of the bitterness in the back, I don't
0: think. No, there's almost a fruitiness to it. And I don't want that to be misconstrued as like tart or sweet, yeah. even though those are characteristics <laughs> yes. of, of fruit. Yeah. But there is some type of fruitiness. And you do get fruitiness from... Loggers. This. I gotta go for another sip before I continue that thought. This one's. Yeah, there we go. This one's more refreshing than the Goose Island Oktoberfest. Yeah,
1: and it, but it's got that maltiness that I felt like with some of the German beers that we tried.
0: Yeah, the Spaten and the... I wish we had another Fest beer because that's yeah. the only Fest beer that we had was the Hofbrau. But yeah, the um, Hackershore Oktoberfest and the Spaten um, Oktoberfest Marzen. This is along those lines. <clears throat> the bitterness is balanced. It's sweet malty, not syrupy, not coingly sweet, um, but there is like a fruitiness to it that I just can't put my finger on, but I like it, and this is why it uh, remains one of my favorite beers around this time of year, especially in the Oktoberfest category. Well, yeah, and
1: it's easily accessible,
0: so. Yeah, I bought a 12-pack, I think, for like 14 bucks at the Jewels, at the Jewels today. Oh, mm, Jewels. I got to read this one, I gave Goose Island 7. I'm going to put this up there with the Hacker Shore, with the 8. That's an 8 for me. Okay. So the skunkiness, unfortunately, uh, hindered the spottin, but that was just based on the bottle it came in. So I can't... I'm not really knocking it. I know what Spottin Oktoberfest tastes like. I wish we had some fresh Oktoberfest from Spotton, but we don't. We live mm. in Chicago. It's hard to get. Um, overall... Even with the Revolution Oktoberfest being so low, it's a very specific way of them them paying tribute to this style, and it's a good one. Or overall, all these beers are good, all six of them, and only one of them was a can. <laughs> it was Revolution, but yeah, this is a great style. It's it's an easy drinking style for people who are looking for those regular run of the mill uh beers that you drink all the time. This is definitely a style you can go out there and try and I telling you you will most likely if not 100% enjoy it because they're loggers, and loggers is uh what America was built on. That's a good saying. Loggers <clears throat> built America.
1: True. I mean, because it is, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a solid seven for me, so.
0: no, oh, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. So, there you go. There you have it. Oktoberfest beers. It's a great time of year to drink these beers. The leaves are changing. Uh, still might be warm outside. You've got the crispness in the air, but, uh, you know, these are the type of beers you want to be drinking. Like I said, sitting around a fire or maybe just hanging out with some friends in the, in the kitchen while yeah. you're making some sausages. Um, but yeah, this is a good episode. Mainly, I don't don't know what the quality episode is, but I like the episode because of the beers that we drank specifically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, these are solid. And and it's, I feel like most of these are accessible for most people?
0: Yeah. In the States? Question mark?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, because I don't know, like, where the market is, especially for, like, the German beers, like... True. Do they go to the small towns? Do they go like what? Are they in like the bigger markets? I don't know, but I mean, if you can find them, go for them. And if you can't, like I know Sam Adams is readily accessible. Yeah, <laughs> you can
0: definitely find Sam Adams. That's for sure. Goose Island
1: at this time is probably for most folks readily accessible. But again, I don't know how far they distribute dis, distribute
0: <laughs> that beer. So I. I I'm starting to think that those beers are probably readily available as well. Like 312 and Next Coast and some of the other ones are doing. Um, I almost said 312 again. Uh, <laughs> boy, these Oktoberfest beers are starting <laughs> to weigh on me. But yeah, if you get an opportunity to try it, if you see a German-looking uh, <laughs> name on a bottle or a, a case of beer... That uh, says Oktoberfest on it. There's a good chance it's going to be pretty damn tasty, especially if it's in a brown bottle. I, I, I the green bottle just kind of goofed it for me. Yep. Not a fan. But overall, man, um, good, good selections. We did, we, we done good. We done good. Yes, we did. And I was wrong. We do have one more episode uh, here in September before we get into October. What that's going to be, well, we'll find out. You'll find out next time when you hear from us here on the Two Twelve Roundtable. This is Tony Golick. Signing. And Brandon
1: Winninger. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. I'm this is Tony Golick. And Brandon Winninger.
0: Signing off. Thank you. The intro and outro music was provided by Fluid Minds. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere music is streaming. You can also find their music at fluidmindsmusic.com. The rest of the music was provided by YouTube. I found some fitting music... It was royalty-free that I thought would be good. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. We look forward to bringing you more shows and more surprises. Cheers.